0: Hello everyone, how are we doing? Happy Sunday. I hope you have had the best week ever. This is being pre-recorded by a lot, okay? I'm just gonna let you in on that. I'm currently filming this and it's the 28th? 29th of August. When you're listening to this, it's the 2nd of November. Uh, October. <laughs> But I am so excited for today's episode. You have no idea. This episode is all about, I'm not sure what it's called. I think it's called like life is simple or like the beauty and simplicity or like life is easy or something. Essentially, we're going to be talking about how bloody simple life is at its core because it's something I've realized recently, but let's let's reverse, okay? Let's go back to what I've been grateful for. This episode has made me so grateful for life. I know, I know we try and be niche on this podcast, right? But it has put me in such a good mood that like i'm so grateful the drink i made today it tastes so good it's literally my normal electrolyte drink that i drink every day but it's in my new water bottle for travel it's from with like water from the fridge so it is so cold and it's so good it's made me do you know i am really grateful for actually so obviously like i said by the time you are watching this i've been away for a month currently i'm literally leaving like three days but I have been struggling well i haven't been struggling i haven't really been trying to get in for my nails anywhere um and then i was kind of like right i asked like one place and i looked on a few online places no i could do them and i was like right what am i going to do here because my toes need doing hands i can live without i don't really care too much but my toes my feet they need they need sorting out like i'm not going on holiday without a bloody cute set of toes you know what i mean that's not something i'm going to be doing anyway could i get in anywhere and then i messaged the person who's doing my eyebrows and eyelashes on wednesday and i just thought my first message said hey i know this is super last minute any chance i could get in for eyebrows and eyelashes before thursday she was like uh yeah i can do wednesday and i was like literally perfect idea and then i went back to her a few days later and i was like hey look also i'm aware this is super last minute and it was sunday and i was like any chance you can fit me in for a manicure and a pedicure She was like, absolutely, come tomorrow. And I was like, oh my God, so I'm gonna go get my toes and my eyebrows done after this, which I'm so excited for. Um, So I'm so grateful because I literally didn't think I was gonna get anywhere. The place I normally go for my nails is like, you turn up and you wait like two hours. So my last thinking was, okay, I'll turn up like on Tuesday morning and just wait until they can take me, which one, I don't really have time to do, like I kind of do, but I also just like, that's not how I wanna be spending my time. Um, So I'm very, very grateful. And I feel like that's, that's the vibe for the gratitude today because I'm just in a really fucking good mood where I feel like I could go on forever because I'm just in a really good mood. So I feel like I'm grateful for a lot. The general problem last week was who or what do you think is holding you back from living as your most authentic self? I'm going to go ahead and say myself and my fear of being vulnerable. And that is a real genuine answer. My fear of vulnerability Is what holds me back from being my true most authentic self because i don't want people to know what my true most authentic self is i know i know exactly do i portray that in an everyday living scenario i would say about 60 percent i would say if i was living as my most authentic self the the conversations i would be having with people would always be deep would always be, have substance. Everything I I did would have substance. Like, I know exactly how I want my personal Instagram to be looking right. Hopefully it's looking a little bit more like it now because now that I've realised that is really genuinely the problem, I really want to change that. Um. Like, I know exactly how I want my personal Instagram to be, to be looking, but I'm scared to be vulnerable and I'm scared to change it and people be like, what are you doing? And I don't even really think it's necessarily people be like people being like what are you doing because I don't care about people's opinions right obviously I care about some people's opinions and I'm not just saying that as in like I don't care what people think Mm, on a day-to-day basis I don't really other people's opinions doesn't really phase me or stop me from doing what I want to do which is why I know it's a me problem because I think I'm like scared to be a bit more hippy dippy a bit more wholesome bit more spiritually self-helpy vibes on my own platform because that's just not what it's been before and i'm like am i ready to take that step am i ready to be that vulnerable because not even that it, i'm talking vulnerable that i'm going to share a lot more than i currently share not really i think just like letting people into like my Day to day, how my mind actually works. Because on this podcast, oh my god, like I am 100%, let's do this. And I think it's because people can't comment on it and people can't see me. um But I don't know. So it's not that I'm scared to do it and talk about it because here I am doing and talking about it. I think it's like my own personal Instagram because that's not what it is. That's not the vibe over there. And I think I'm scared to like switch it up because I'm scared to be a bit vulnerable. And I mean, obviously, with that comes me scared of what people are gonna say about it but it's not in a way that I care what people think it's in a way that I care about people seeing me be vulnerable and people think I'm scared of being vulnerable because I'm scared people are going to be like she's hippy dippy but then I'm not sure if that's what, what like lies more like it's definitely not a 50 50 it's definitely not I'm scared of being vulnerable and I'm scared of what people are going to say in a 50 50 I don't think I think it's like a 70 30 like i'm really like scared of doing this like it makes me like want to throw up and then secondary to that it's because what if someone is like you're hippy dippy you're wrong you're not doing this right you're crazy for thinking like that yeah so me and my vulnerability and somewhat a little bit what people think but also not, like, really, which is why I'm aware it's vulnerability, because I don't care what people think as in, like, people being like, you shouldn't have started a podcast, you yeah, I should have fuck off. Why are you wearing that? Because I bloody want to. Like, I don't care. People being like, I don't like your outfit. You're this, you're that, your teeth are ugly. That doesn't bother me. I literally couldn't care less about that. That's how I know it's a vulnerability, because I'm scared of people's comments on my vulnerability, because I'm scared of being vulnerable. I'm vulnerable to vulnerability, you know? So I only really care about people's opinions in that aspect because that aspect I'm already vulnerable about, I'm already scared about. Anyway, so that's what's holding me back, I think. Let's move on because this topic, this topic is a fucking banger. Let me take a sip of my electrolyte because I'm gonna need it. I don't know if this episode is gonna be super duper long. Oh God, no, it's gonna be long. I write my notes on my laptop, right? And I can't really gauge how long the podcast is. And then when I open them on my iPad, I can tell by when I scroll, like, how long I'm scrolling for, how long the episode's going to be. And this is going to be a good 40, 50 minutes, I think. Good thing the journaling and stuff didn't take that long. We're only we're only seven half minutes in. So, I want to talk about simplicity. Recently, especially after filming my Finding Yourself episode, I've realised just how simple everything really is. Right, in that episode I talk a lot about how really finding yourself and living as your most authentic self is probably the most simple thing you could ever do. And we're the ones overcomplicating it. At the core of every single problem, challenge, decision, I have realised there is a very, very simple, normally very obvious to like you and your soul answer. Very, very obvious answer. Um, and simple answer. I was out with some friends the other day. And a friend hadn't seen in a while said kind of trying she's one one year left of uni and she was saying after that year of uni I'm really trying to make the decision between traveling for a year or something and she's just on a placement and she was like um or she thinks they're gonna offer her a job and she's not sure if she should travel or if she should take this job that they're gonna offer because she really enjoyed her placement and she was like oh it's just so so difficult and I was like when she was saying it I was like oh yeah 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 um and she went it's just so difficult and I was like hmm no it's not difficult no like this this isn't me saying that like i've got my life more sorted out than her and no nothing to do with her at all i just thought we shouldn't be describing these situations as difficult risky scary but difficult no because deep down before the fear, before the risk, before the society pressures, before anything, before logistics, before emotions, there is a very simple answer. Would you like to go traveling or start this job next year? And I'm not saying either's right, okay, just because I enjoy traveling, I'm not saying that's the right answer. I'm not saying you know what you want to do, you should go traveling. Absolutely not. The job could be the right answer. You could just think that because you're 20 and because you've just finished uni, you're supposed to go traveling. So you don't want to take this job because everyone's going to be like, oh, you settled down, you shouldn't have. Or maybe you're thinking, I should, I don't want to take this job, but I really think I should because travelling's a bit uncertain. At least with the job I earn money. I'm not saying there's the right answer here for everyone. I'm just saying for you, you probably know what you would rather do, right? But we think it's difficult because like I said, it's risky, it's scary. There's logistics, there's emotions involved. But actually, really, at the core of it, it's very simple. Which one would you rather do, Sarah? Her name wasn't Sarah, but, you know, (laughs) like, what would you rather do? I just said that to her. I was like, is it difficult or is it really simple? Like, which one would you rather do? And she was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And I do agree, sometimes when you're faced with a decision, you don't know which one you'd rather do. But I think this is because of, like I was saying, comparing your path to other people's because of emotions involved, because of risk factors involved. But really, the actual core decision is very, very simple. And I'm starting to realise how much I do actually really think everything in this life is really just so simple. And I wouldn't say I'm one to really overthink. I would say I act before I think in most cases. And I've always said I'm a whore for a bit of logic, a bit of logistics. And this idea of something being really simple just makes A lot of sense to me almost to the point where like i'm finding it hard to argue against it anymore even with things that make me happy like it's so happy it's so happy it's so simple i like a good coffee in the morning i'll take a mediocre coffee in the morning a bowl of cereal every morning makes me so happy waking up on time when my alarm goes off and i get out of bed on that day i feel like nothing can fucking stop me and how simple is getting out of bed i'm not saying i always do it by any means but how simple is that act of getting up when your alarm goes off it's what i mean it's like oh how do i get out how do i get out of bed when my alarm goes off and yeah it's like hard sometimes in quotations because you're tired or you don't want to or whatever but really it's actually so unbelievably simple how do you get out how do you get up when your alarm goes off you fucking sit up and you get out of bed you know it's fucking simple and it makes me so happy another simple thing that makes me so unbelievably happy when i put my playlist on shuffle and my favorite song on the playlist comes on first honestly that shit makes my fucking day a hair wash day when i'm in the shower this this morning i was in the shower and i put so much gel in my hair last night i never wear gel but i did a fun little zigzag part in my hair so i really had to gel the zigzag down so that it stayed oh my god the happiness that the simplicity of putting shampoo in my hair this morning gave me was unmatched, a good walk, a nice conversation with friends. I've put my boyfriend's smile, laughing, a hug from the right person in the right moment. All of these things are so, so simple. And I could go on and on and on. And most of the things that make all of us, if we really think about it, so happy are so, so simple, but we live in an extremely overcomplicated world, at least in the Western society that makes us think there's no way that these things are so simple there's no way that being happy can be this simple we have to listen to every podcast on happiness We have to buy a book on mindset we have to buy six different journals one for gratitude one for wellness one for meal planning one for to-do lists maybe we need more vitamin c d b fucking zinc iron who knows but really, that's not the case at all. Being happy is so simple. And let's not even add <laughs> comparison to the mix. So you're me this morning and you've just wrote this podcast and you think, wow, everything is really simple. Or maybe you listen to this right now and all that thing, all them things I just list that make me so happy, that are so simple. You're thinking, God, them things make me really happy too. I've had a great morning. I got out of bed on time. I've had a really good coffee or even a fucking mediocre coffee, but you're just happy that it wasn't shit. And... You've pet your dog, you've done whatever. Your favourite song came on when you shuffled this morning or your favourite podcast, at Life Show. Bitch, just released a new episode and you're listening to it. But then you open social media and you go on Instagram and you see that someone's living a in quotations, better life than you. And you almost start to think, "Mm, I'm not happy now because I'd rather be there. I'd rather be doing that. I'd rather be with these people. And that's just sad, I think. Because really being happy is so simple and we go on social media and it feels like it's just not anymore because there's these people trying to sell us happiness apps, happiness meditation, happiness journaling, happiness podcasts, happiness books and there is such an abundance of every single fucking one of them. You don't know where to start and then if that's not enough you go online and there's people doing things that you wish you were doing, people living a, in quotations, better life than you and you just think fuck this. It's not easy to be happy because we live in such an overcomplicated, overstimulated world where it just seems like there's no way it can be that simple. But it literally is. I watched a TED talk where the speaker said, People are becoming smarter just to make the world more complicated. And I feel like this hit the nail on the head. I think the reason nothing feels simple is because everybody is rushing around and the people at the top are always thinking of more ways to make money through marketing. Simply like marketing products as a simple example, like always thinking of how to capitalize on like these everyday things that are simple. And then we take them just to the max for marketing and to, for profits. Like nothing seems simple because all of the smart people, all the smart people at the top have made you think it's not by literally like marketing products or marketing ideas, marketing lifestyles towards you. This quote reminded me of a conversation I had. If you've listened to my, like, what I'm thinking at the moment podcast, I think it's called Once I Came Back from Bali, I spoke a lot about our driver, Chris. His name's actually Nyoman, um, but he takes his English son's name so that he's more likely to get work. Did you know in Bali they used four names? Please excuse my pronunciation on these Wayan, Made, Nyoman, and Ketut. Sorry if I pronounce any of them wrong. And essentially, depending on the order of birth, that they were birthed in their family, they're given these names. Talk about simple. In Bali, there is literally four names. There's a few variations of each name, like um, for male, female, and whatnot, but there's four names. And literally, if you're born first, you're called Wayan. If you're born second, you're called Made. If you're born third, you're called Nyoman. And if you're born fourth, you're called Ketut. And if you go again and you have five, the fifth one is Wayan, uh, and then like uh, added like syllable or like something else or like people will just refer to you as wayam because they maybe know um how simple is that if that doesn't give you a preface <laughs> on how simple balinese life is literally you're born and depending on the order that you're born in your family you're given one of four names <laughs> and everyone in bali has one of four names if you go there on holiday if no one tells you that it might not be obvious you'll probably meet i feel like the one we heard most is new York, man, which is funny because it's third but um You'll realise you'll meet like a few people and you'll be like, oh, why am I've heard that one a few times. But people like Chris will give you English names. Like it might not be obvious, but Chris told us or someone told us this. And we were like, ah. Oh. and I just think that is literally the most pure <laughs> example of how simple balinese culture is. Anyway, on the way home, he was taking us to the airport. I said to Chris, I, I said to man I'll probably call him Chris just for ease because... Everybody who follows me knows him as Chris because that's what I've said, and that's what he always. He even when he told us his name was Newman, he would still like refer to himself as Chris. I said to him, "Chrissy, babe." We called him Chrissy. I love the Balinese culture. I said the people, and they are. If you ever are lucky enough to go to Bali, it is such a blessing of a holiday. I said, everyone is so lovely and so kind. I was like, how can we be more like you? How can we be more like the Balinese people? Because I literally love it here. About four days before this, I'd got the words easy peasy tattooed on me um, to remind me to live a more simple life. Because at the time, just after finishing uni, this was my goal. And it still is. Um, I mean, it's underneath a lemon, <laughs> which was for the Balinese beer, being Tamarada that we loved. But we moved. They have easy peasy tattooed on me. And he literally turned around to me and he said, just be an easy person. I mean, the girls shared like a moment of silence while we were staring at each other and then a bit of a giggle as we were just like it really is that simple isn't it like i can't even believe we've just asked that question because it really is that simple he said people in the uk are so serious he said you're very serious people always rushing around and doing and he was like just be an easy person and then he said you have a problem just let it go don't think about it and now it's funny because i almost want to kind on my own back here by saying like i'm aware that's a really privileged perspective just to be like if you've got a problem just let it go but the funny thing is it's actually not a privileged perspective at all because it came from someone who is far less privileged than every single one of you listening to this podcast right now it just seems like privileged advice to let go of your problems because we live in a society that has made us believe it, it cannot possibly be that simple we've got to get a second job, we've got to grind, we have to be at the top of the career ladder, we have to have the best hope, we have to buy a house by the time we're 25, otherwise it's not impressive, we have to be in savings because we can't possibly rent for the rest of our lives because we're throwing money down the drain, like, we live in a society where we have been programmed to believe it's literally, there's no way it can be that simple, we can't just let go of our problems. And the funny thing is, Chris wasn't saying this in a way that, like, Forget about your problems, it will work out in a privileged way. Like in a, I have money so I can fix it and I can know I'm going to pay my bills today. It was actually quite the opposite. Most people in Bali haven't even worked for two years. There's been no tourism. The country thrives off of tourism. It's a third world country to begin with anyway. These people that we met were struggling, really struggling. And it's almost like it's coming in a way that like they know they have these problems. So why face it as a problem? What good is worrying going to do? What good is worrying about this problem, worrying about the solution going to do? Be an easy person and the solution will follow. If you act as if there's no problem, there simply isn't. There might still be a challenge that you need to overcome, but you will look at it completely different if you believe it's simple and do not face this challenge, this thing, as a really big worrying problem. And Chris was right, we are all way too serious. And I do believe it's because of the same quote earlier that people are becoming smarter just to make the world more complicated. The TED talk I listened to is called Life is Easy, and the speaker, excuse my pronunciation, is John Jandai. He's, he's Thai, he's from Thailand. And in his speech, he talks about how he went to Bangkok. I can't recommend the speech enough, by the way. It's called Life is Easy. It's a TED talk. Um, he went to Bangkok to study for seven years. And essentially, it like didn't make him happy at all. Like He was going to get smarter and become educated in uh, thoughts that it would give him an easier life and essentially he was talking about how he worked a lot more hours and it wasn't making him happy and he was earning less than he was so basically he moved back to where he was from he worked in a rice field for two hours every day for two months of the year and the other ten months he didn't work he worked 15 minutes on his garden in his literal garden every day and he made enough, he like produced enough food for six people in his family to eat and there was enough from his garden to take it to the markets and sell it for extra money um and essentially the whole speech is about how he was happier with his simple life and he was really aware that he didn't need any more he didn't actually need to go and get educated because the simple life was more than enough for him and he talks about how in his um speech he talked he relates back to buying houses a lot um and how it would have taken him years and years to buy a house if he'd stayed in Bangkok and studied and educated and he would have come out in debt and how his friend who stayed in Bangkok, like bought a house but had like 30 years of debt and by this time he'd already had like 15 houses now the difference here is not everybody lives in a free or low tax area really rich in land to grow rice and houses in the UK and Thailand are really different but this is literally almost exactly the point we have made life in the UK way more complicated than it needs to be also here's the other major thing the definition of a house in the UK and Thailand is very very different John relates to a house as somewhere you can sleep. He's like, I've got like 15 houses, you know, like me and my friends, we can come together when we were 13 and like build a house. He relates to it somewhere you can sleep, building a space where you can sleep and you can eat in it. In the UK, we don't crave somewhere we can just sleep and eat. We want the best house to post on our social media, to show people. We don't even want to rent a house because we're told it's a waste of money, but we're also told, told that we're never going to get on the property ladder. Now, I don't want to come come across super duper hippie here, super duper hippie dippy. But I'm just saying that we've completely come out of touch with the simplicity of life. So I'm aware, like, in this speech, the speech is gorgeous. You literally can't fault it. But I know there's probably going to be someone like, yeah, well, in Thailand, you can buy 15 houses because the houses are so much cheaper and they're blah, blah, blah. And they don't pay tax and they don't do this and they don't do that. Like in the UK, we don't do that and we can't get on the property ladder. Yeah, but you're missing the whole entire point of the thing. They have been able to keep this simple life because there's not the pressures of society like like i said the way they even refer to houses is completely different to how anyone in the uk would we're striving for so much more because we've got so much more comparison and pressures and like money around us back to the original quote people are becoming smarter just to make the world a more complicated place like you'd think about you'd think that us having like more money, more education, more everything would make it so much easier. But it's actually the complete opposite. How often do you hear people say or how many times do you say life is so hard, but it's just not going back to my original point at the core of everything. It's so, so simple. Life is easy. Life is simple. We need to eat. We need to sleep and we need to make enough money to do those things and laugh and smile along the way. If you want to give into society pressures and climb career ladders and have big goals, that's amazing. But always remember that it's a choice and a goal of your own. And always remember at the core of it, it's simple. This point made me feel like we really need to stop complaining about things that we've chosen to do. Like stop complaining that goals we've chosen to reach or jobs that we've chosen to go into are hard in reality 99 percent of the time we don't actually have to be doing them as long as we've got enough to get by we should be happy and realize that like life is simple so if you're complaining that like oh you can't get to this like pb in the gym you're complaining you can't get this promotion nobody's seen your tiktoks that you're putting your whole life into but remember this is a choice that you've chosen and life is simple and this is something that you've chosen to do to add to your life to add to the quality and the value of your life Just don't complain it's hard because it's not it's simple if it's really hard and you're not enjoying it you can stop you don't need to do it as long as you've got enough means to live it's okay and again this sounds really privileged as i'm aware some people in the uk are really struggling at the moment definitely with paying bills and actually have enough having enough money for these basic means but this advice that i'm sharing with you comes from someone who can barely afford to feed their families people who can barely afford to or can't actually afford at all some people that we met to move their children up a year in school because they can't pay for the end of year certificates. The difference is mindsets. Balinese people are the happiest people I have ever met and all I'm saying is that we should take a leaf from their book because if half of us were living in some of their circumstances we wouldn't be happy and that's proof that it's not about means and money that we have it's about the societies that we live in the way our societies work and our mindset towards them. So how can we live a more simple life again i feel like it's simple but i'm gonna try and outline some things there's so many ways that you can live a different simple life and there's so many different extremes to it but here's some little things number one first and foremost stop just stop take a minute and appreciate the little things like really really appreciate them put your phone down on the same walk you do to work every day, the same drive you do to work every day, the same coffee you make every morning, stop and appreciate the little things. Is the sun shining today? Is there a cute shaped cloud in the sky? Has more flowers blossomed on the tree that you've walked past? Did your favourite song come on when you shuffled your playlist? Did someone on the street smile at you? There's so many simple things to smile at and appreciate as we go by in life, but we hardly stop to recognise them and hardly stop to appreciate them. So that's number one. Remember, I really liked this point that I found because it was like I was saying, if you want to have goals, that's amazing. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have goals and you should live barefoot and have no house and live by the bare means at all. If that's what you want to do, amazing. But remember that we create our own struggles. All of the stress and all of the frustrations, the disappointments, the busyness, the rushing around, we create these things in our heads. And by letting go and relaxing and realizing that it was a choice that we made and stop complaining that it's hard when it's something you've chosen to do, you can live a more relaxed and more simple life. Three, I really liked the um, wording of this one. Single tasks by putting your life in a full screen mode. Imagine that everything you do, a work task, answering an email, a message, washing, washing dishes, reading an article goes into full screen mode and you know what is funny about the wording in this i never put things on my laptop on full screen mode even my um podcast programming garage band is currently right now not in full screen mode it's taking up 99.9% of my screen but like i can see all the icons at the bottom if i need to i can easily move it to the side so i can see the program behind it like i actually don't even put things on my laptop in full screen mode and you know how, what's really weird, if you struggle with, like, distractions, actually put things on your laptop in full screen mode because whenever I realise that I'm on Final Cut Pro editing a video and it's not in full screen mode, I actively, like, put it in full screen mode and it makes me so much more productive because I can't see anything else on the screen. That might sound really stupid, but actually do it with your laptop and with your life. Everything you do, do it in full screen mode. Don't let anything else distract you and you'll realise how much more simple your, your mind feels just focusing on one thing at once. Create space in between the things you do, add padding to everything. I loved that saying, add padding to everything that you're doing. Do half of what you imagine you're going to do in a day. We tend to cram as much as possible into our days and this just becomes stressful because we underestimate how long things will take. And this is something I always do. We forget about mundane maintenance tasks like putting clothes on, brushing our teeth, preparing meals going to the toilet like we forget all of these little things doing laundry in the day like we forget all of these little things that we have to do as well as our normal tasks mine's always preparing meals like i'll forget that my lunch break won't actually be half an hour if i've not got stuff meal prepped like i forget about the mundane everyday tasks whatever your to-do list is minus four if you're really looking to put yourself into that simple life Something really important definitely for us these days on TikTok with our awful attention span. Practice doing nothing exquisitely. How often do you actually do nothing? Technically, yeah, we're always doing something because we're still doing nothing. But I mean, how often do you really just sit there, no phone, and just appreciate what's going on? Even when you're walking to work, how often are you actually just walking to work? How often are you just walking with no phone, no noise in your ears, no friend on facetime no one on the phone replying to snapchats how often are you just even walking how often are you actually just eating your breakfast and only eating your breakfast try doing everything in full full screen mode it's a similar thing like practice doing nothing in the morning sit up in your bed and just like examine your body for one minute 30 seconds before you grab your phone before you think before you just get out of bed and go to the toilet just sit up how long can you just sit there like this And how uncomfortable did that silence in the podcast make you? Did you want to go and switch podcasts, pick up TikTok because nothing was stimulating your brain? Even these TikToks, right, that will like show a video, show like a clip of, you know, them like weird acting scenes on TikTok or even like a YouTube video or even like a podcast clip. And then underneath it, there's like someone cutting soap or baking a cake or something. And it's so that you have... You can watch the video and if you're bored, you can watch the cake getting cut, but you can still hear it. You can go back and forth because we literally can't concentrate on things. We really need to be okay with being still. A simple one, which I think ignited my interest in simplicity is just simply owning less. The amount of stuff I have overwhelms me and I have gotten rid of literally Probably about 50% of the things I own, if not more. Probably way more, actually. I've probably got rid of about 70% of the things I own. And the 30% I have left still overwhelms me. If you're really looking to, like, try and live a more simple life, there are so many interesting documentaries on Netflix about minimalism. Now, you don't have to go all or nothing. But just the ideas and the, uh, what would you say, mottos, the rules, the sentiments these people live by is really inspiring like not owning anything that you don't think is amazingly beautiful or very useful why would you want to own things that you don't look at and think wow i love that or look at and think yeah that's really useful i couldn't get rid of that just apply that to some of the things in your bedroom even some of the clothes you wear if you've seen it in a shop would you buy it now if not let it go if it doesn't overwhelm you you know i'm not saying that as in like get rid of all your clothes um seven say no to more so that you've got time to do the want to do's, not the things you have to do. Eight, at the core of it all, live for, live more mindfully. Take your time with what you're doing. Living mindfully is kind of like doing everything on full screen mode. Really appreciating everything you're doing. This all really depends on how simple you want to go, how wholeheartedly you want to. F- Go into this simple living life. If you want, you can get rid of all your social medias. That will help you live unbelievably simply. Just simply living in your own day. Imagine that. Last year, I got rid of my phone for a week. And oh my God, was life so simple. It was like, what do I want to do right now? I'm going to read a book. Or like, I'm just going to sit and do nothing. Or when I was editing, I was actually editing. Getting rid of socials, if you really want to live simply, is like the ultimate simple living you're just simply living in your life in your life only you don't even know what's going on with anyone else like imagine that imagine the what's the word um serenity no what's that word that means like nothing's going on in your brain like the zenness the what is that word like people use it spas i don't know but imagine like the calmness of your brain that you're just focusing on your own life and you don't even know what's fucking going on in anyone else's amazing you get a fucking knocker if you want so all you can do is text people that you need call people that you need you could quit your corporate job and go and get one that pays you just enough and just work less hours you've got more to do what you want but for the majority of us the last steps before that i just said are plenty and if you really wanted to be hippy dippy and have nothing chances are you're probably already doing that By the time you're listening to this, as I said, I've already come back from Costa Rica. I currently have just done a month in Costa Rica, but I have in present day filming this yet to actually leave. And living simply is something I really want to practice. I said this is in Bali and I got overwhelmed, but it's something I do really want to practice. Starting with the amount of stuff I'm bringing, just simply bringing less, owning less, having less, being less overwhelmed in that sense. I know it's going to make... A huge difference. I'll spend less time picking outfits. Like some decisions are already made for me with like, I'm just going to bring like two handbags. What bag do I want to bring? One or the other. Not like four. Not what decision of shoes goes best or earrings go best. Like eliminate all them decisions that clog up my mind. Packing to go to the next place is going to like take less time. I want to make an effort to really meditate and come back once I'm back and do like a, I meditate for 30 days and this is what, this is the benefits that I've got. And I might also do a follow-up episode. Let me know about me trying to live a little bit more simple for 30 days. Let me know if you want a follow-up episode because it's really something that I really, really want to start working on because even from planning and doing this episode and my strong opinions on it, I know it's something that really intrigues me and I know it's something that will probably bring me a more simple, happy life. Like I said the other day in my tarot card reading, she said to me, I'm really getting the sense from you that enough is plenty and I was like yeah I really do think enough is plenty for me I don't think I crave this overstimulated overcomplicated life anymore it's just doesn't sit well with me anymore and something I haven't done on this podcast for a while is a mindful moment um because I think a mindful moment and a journal prompt every week they were getting very similar but I want you to notice the beauty and simplicity this week notice the casual magic Notice the simple things that give you joy and notice when you're giving in to the over complicated, overstimulated society that we live in. Now, this is funny because for the journal prompt, I always go to Pinterest for a bit of inspiration and see what people think we should be looking at for this kind of topic because I don't claim that I know everything. I'm getting my inspiration from somewhere. And I literally googled journal prompts for simple living. The amount of fucking things that came up. I was like, no wonder we all have such a struggle to live simply. Because we have access to this internet. That I literally type in Simple Living. Six different YouTube channels comes up. Six different journal comes up. Prompt cards for Simple Living comes up. Fucking like aromatherapy. Like different essential oils. Different crystals. The amount of just like things. Marketing. Ads that came up for Simple Living. I'm like, fucking how? Where do I even start? And this is where I've realized that recently, and I give into this so much, you know, like I want to journal and I give into, like, okay, what's the perfect journal? Do I want to journal in the evening? Do I want to journal in the morning? Do I want to journal about, like, these, like, gratitude or wellness or self discovery? Like, oh God, I don't know where to start. And this is when I realized, like, wait a minute. What was your goal? Oh, you want to live more simply and you want to journal. Why are you getting overwhelmed and buying seven journals that you think you have to get through every day? You're aware how much, like, Of a hypocrite you're being right now if your goal is to be simple and journal buy one of them and just see how it goes forget about the over fucking complicated over what's the word saturated market that is simplicity for marketing purposes and just pick one or get a fucking plain one and journal about what feels good that day like you really have to realize (laughs) much of a hypocrite these marketing things can be and I just thought it was really ironic and so fitting that I literally googled like journal journaling prompts for simplicity and that it was like 10 pages of just like marketing simplicity products anyway the journal prompts that I've gone with I really liked this one examine your to-do list what could you give yourself permission not to do and why what's on your to-do list that you don't actually probably really need to do that you're doing for extra validation extra extra validation to seem productive I think is a nice way of putting it or just like adding things to your to-do list for the sake of it or just like taking on extra responsibilities at work that you probably don't need to and also I liked what is causing you stress right now are self-imposed deadlines or expect expectations contributing what could you let go of in order to ease this stress really think about how you could simplify your day-to-day life without going hippy-dippy and throwing away all your shoes, because we don't need to take big steps like that. I just really want to inspire you guys to not give in to the smart people who are making life more overcomplicated complicated when it doesn't be. Highly, highly recommend the podcast I listen to. And looking into, like, Balinese culture or, like, Buddhist culture, these people who live like simply who live day to day. Like it's actually not that far out of reach. It seems like in our societies, cause we're taught there's no way it can be that simple. And like, but there's no way we could live like that. Cause that's just not how our society works. But really like we can take a leaf out of their book and start applying it to our day to day lives. There's no reason we can't. There's no reason we have to give into the society pressures and the society that we live in. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's something that has really sparked inspiration in me. Um, really resonates with the way I'm trying to live at the moment so yeah happy Sunday I hope you have a great week and I will see you next week and next week will be a much more up-to-date podcast of my life that won't be pre-filmed by five weeks so I'm excited to get filming again and talk to you guys after I've had a month of hopefully living nice and simple love you guys so much see you next week you. Mm-hmm.